The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing page optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. This is your host, Tim Ash from SiteTuners. And this week, I am very honored and happy to have my good friend David Zatella on the show. Hi, David. Hey, how you doing, Tim? Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So as uh, many of you may already know, David is the co-host uh, here on Webmaster Radio of the PPC Rockstar Show. Uh, terrific one. If you're not tuning into that, uh, please do. And David, I understand you spend quite a bit of time on Twitter around show airings as well. What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at Satella, that's S-Z-E-T-E-L-A, and I'm probably hanging right now. Uh, for listeners, uh, check my handle and um, let's talk while during the show. I'd love, I'd love to do that. Mm, fantastic. And uh, the thing that makes David's company really unique, uh, Clicks Marketing, C-L-I-X, um, is one of the few agencies that will take clients on a strictly performance basis. That means you only get paid if the company makes profits off of the programs that you set up. Is that right? That's correct. And and so the the reason I want to have David on the show, he is definitely an expert on driving traffic, whether it's from PPC or contextual ads or a number of other tactics. But basically, you don't get paid unless that traffic pays off. So you're probably pretty vested in the landing page optimization side of things as well. That's exactly right. We'll, we want to make sure that not just volumes of traffic get to the site, but that uh, they're, they're as much as possible qualified clicks in that they will uh, be likely to convert. And then we work very hard with our clients to uh, read from your book and help them design uh, good landing pages and conversion processes. So can you talk about that end-to-end process? How do you squeeze efficiencies out of every step? Where do you start? Well, um, we start with uh, very, very small, tight ad groups. Uh, And the goal is to um, have the ad match the search term and the intent of the searcher as closely as possible. That's where you get the highest click-through rates. And then, of course, we try to match the the ad promise to the landing page, as, as you described to me and in your book, and uh, so that there's a really nice tight correlation between the search term, the searcher's intent, desire, need, whatever, uh, the promise in the ad that uh, both both uh, pulls the click and sets them up to what they should do on the landing page, and then the landing page itself. And I was thinking a second ago, uh, I was realizing that uh, a lot of advertisers probably think that their campaigns are failures. Let's say their keywords are bad or their ads are bad uh, because they conclude that those keywords and ads don't convert well. And really the problem is the landing page. 
So it's, it's, it's always surprising to some of our clients when we revive a campaign and they see that their, their keywords weren't bad boys after all and their ads were actually pretty good after all because once the landing page has, and the conversion process has been, has been fine-tuned, uh, the data for, for keywords and ads uh, looks a lot better. Well, so, so let's talk about it. I want to focus for a bit on the kind of interface between acquisition that is driving the traffic and conversion or what actually happens once they've hit your site or your landing page. Um, you know, there are a couple of words that I want to focus in on. You'd mentioned intent, user intent, and also keeping the promise. Those are very important, certainly in our world. Sure. And I think that um, it'd probably be fair to say that if you lie to someone or if you break an expectation, if you're ad over-promises something or it isn't delivered on your landing page, that you'll have a horrible conversion rate right. regardless of the, of the keywords that you use. Is that, is that fair? Oh, sure. You know, I'm reflecting back to uh, you and I both do these uh, clinics on the show floor at, at SES Search Engine Strategy Shows. And uh, I do I, – I, I gather a crowd and I say, uh, someone from the crowd, shout out your keywords and I will critique your ads and your landing pages. And uh, the, before I critique the first landing page, I would say, look, I am the shorter, uh, heavier, relatively less good-looking version of Tim Ash. You should, you should, buy, <laughs> you should buy and read his book. You know, you're going to get the abridged version, the, the yeah. landing page for dummies version for me, from me. Yeah, but you have a lot more hair than I do. So the- That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, so uh, I, I think you'll like this. You know uh, – out of the, the seven or eight site clinics I've done, the problem with the landing pages that I see most frequently is not a broken promise. It's uh, failing to do two things. Number one is uh, help the visitor uh, become convinced immediately that they've come to exactly the right place. That's, that's job number one. And job number two is focus the visitor, and this, this breaks into a lot of other sub-jobs, but focus the visitor on completing the action that you know they came for by virtue of the search term in the ad. And what I found is that most of the people in the audience, and this may be a skewed sample, so maybe it doesn't map to everybody, but um, most of the people in the audience have these uh, multi-product e-retail sites, <clears throat> and they land the visitor on the on a, on a version of the home page or maybe a product page, but it, it still contains all that left-hand uh, navigation, uh, off-page navigation opportunities, and and the same on the top and to the right. And I came up with a with a metaphor uh, at the last SES, which was, you know, I think of I, I like to boil uh, the the experience and the and the website to a small store in a small town. And uh, the the bad landing page is like the bad salesperson. The bad salesperson is the you know older overweight guy at the front door. He's wearing a plaid jacket, still smells like a cigar. And uh, woman walks into the store and says, "I want to buy some red Nike sneakers. Do you have red Nike sneakers?" And the bad salesman says, "Oh, we got tablecloths too, and uh, over there we got some hot dogs. Want some hot dogs?" So the bad salesperson, <laughs> the bad salesperson, you know, basically listens to the lady coming in the door, hearing what exactly what she wants, and he misinterprets it or just fumbles it, and uh, 
and basically, you know, probably loses the sale because she didn't come in there for hot dogs. You know, she came in there to get some shoes. So that's what that left-hand navigation stuff is on the page. It's it's an invitation to become distracted. Uh, it's an invitation for the visitor to say, they don't really get me. You know, I told them what I wanted. They're not getting me. I'm going to go somewhere else. You see yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. In, in my book, I talk about the decision-making process, and there's nothing new under the sun. A hundred years ago, someone came up with the notion of the sales funnel and how all of us go through these four steps on the way to making a decision, you know, awareness, interest, desire, and then finally action, or ADA as it's commonly abbreviated. And so you're absolutely right. Where most websites and landing page blow it is at the awareness step. I mean, if unless I know that something exists, I can't even really consider it. So if you bombard me with a million choices on the landing page, I don't even know what the page is about or what right. you expect me to do. Right. Um, so everybody, all the marketers, I think, think that piling on more is better. Right. Actually, less is more. Absolutely. And as you say, making a very clear call to action and usually a single call to action on a landing page is, is probably the best way to go. Yeah. I, I call that spray and pray. It's basically, gee, we're not sure why they can't, so let's show them everything. And, and then I get, I get somebody in the audience saying, well, what about that one person that comes for those shoes, but they really want hot dogs? And I say, you know, don't bother them with, with these fringe outliers. You know, design the site for the most likely thing that's going to happen, not the crazy thing. Yeah, as long as we're talking about e-commerce catalogs, I mean, the homepage on e-commerce catalogs is the worst offender in this area. Yes. Um, what I commonly see, you, let's say you sell a 100,000 SKUs or unique products in your catalog, I see people putting actually items that are featured items on their homepage. So out of these 100,000, what are the chances that I'm going to like these dozen or right. that this is what I came here for? Even if those are your best sellers, the chances are practically nil. So you really yeah. need to reorient the homepage to get people closer to their goals by showing them what categories you have instead of trying to say, hey, is this exactly what you wanted? <laughs> Why, no. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Um, well, I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about more uh, kind of lead generation landing pages because okay. I know you do quite a bit of that as well. Sure. Um, and so, but back to this kind of interface between getting the traffic and have and getting a conversion on the landing page. Can you talk to the notion of kind of information sent or continuity or or how you match that intent that you talked about earlier? Well, let's see. Okay, I think so. Um, so what we try to do in the ad, you know, I, I, when, I, when, I, when I give sessions about uh, ad copywriting or write about it, you know, I can just hear the people in the audience or the readers saying, it's impossible to squeeze all of that into a tiny ad. And my, my reaction is, all, is always, uh, you got to try. So you have to try to get, uh, you have to try to match the, the uh, searcher's intent you have to try to explain features and benefits in the in the ad text, and then you have to to make a promise and and uh, create a call to action that does two things. Uh, not only does it force them to take the action, but it sets them up to take the action on the landing page that the site owner desires. So you've got to try to do all of that with one ad. Is this direction you not want to easy go? to do? Yeah, no. not easy to do with uh, forty characters per line in Google sure. AdWords, right? Sure, but certainly tell worth us, the tell effort. Tell us how you do that. Uh, what, what's an example? Let's say everybody is doing keyword matching, and you want to be up there for a red Nike sneakers, and everybody auto matches, and so their headline in their ad says "red Nike sneakers." Uh, 
or let's say low mortgage rates, uh, sure. how, how do you differentiate yourself? Well, uh, first of all, we put benefits in as opposed to features. So a feature would be low mortgage rate, and that's a feature that every other competitor has in their ad. Uh, but what happens when somebody experiences a low mortgage rate? Well, a lot of a lot of good things happen. A lot of, a lot of them are, or most of them are emotional. Um, you you feel the sense of relief at at being out of debt finally. You know that you, you just heave a big sigh of relief. So that that's one key uh, benefit, emotion laden benefit that you can describe in the ad, as opposed to just describing a low mortgage rate. Another one might be. Uh, you know, send your. I can afford to send my kid to college. You know, I mean, the, um, the American dream is satisfied. So, you know, if if you put emotional benefits in the ad, uh, there you get two two uh, uh, paybacks. You get number one, the ad stands out from the competitors because they don't know that they're supposed to, or that benefits work better than features. And you know, you set up this emotional promise that you can that you can satisfy on the landing page. If it says on the in the ad. Uh, Finally, send your child to college. The landing page can can show you know a parent and a child hugging, and the 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 child has a, uh, a graduation outfit on, and, and you know the the emotion carries all the way through from the ad to the landing page, and maybe even throughout the conversion process if it's multi-page. Okay. Well, I, I was actually um, at uh, PubCon South in Austin recently, and uh, one of the presenters, I believe it was uh, Brian Clark, uh, was talking about copywriting for the web. And for lead generation, he was saying that there's, again, nothing probably new under the sun, but there are some terrific techniques like uh, write provocative things like avoid – Number one biggest mistake in this area, <laughs> you yeah. know, how to avoid problems or seven, uh, you know, tips or three things you didn't know about, and and to, and to use this kind of short, evocative um, kind of copywriting that would pique someone's interest. So it's almost more about the form of the copywriting and not just your, you know, generic put the keyword in the ad kind of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Although you know. It, I think it's hard to generalize because um, different ads. This is going to sound really complicated, but uh, ads might be written differently depending on how much competition there is. So, for example, if if there are only three ads on the page, you can afford to be a little more conventional and squeeze the search term into the ad, and uh, maybe maybe uh, highlight uh, price rather than benefit. Um, so, you can afford to be, I think, a little more staid and and direct. In a, in a less crowded competitive landscape than you can uh, if there are I've, I've seen I've seen some categories where there are 500 to a thousand competing ads uh, in total and there you've got to do what what you just said you really need to figure out how to uh, jump right out of the competition even if you're on the second page or at the bottom of the first page right okay well we've talked a, a bit about you know how to stand out on the ad part now let's talk about carrying that through to the landing page. Uh, one of, there's a whole kind of academic body of knowledge around this. Uh, Peter Paroli's work on information sent and so on. Um, as a practical matter, what that means is you have to maintain continuity. People have to feel they're getting closer to their intent and their goal. So, how do you carry through on the landing page the promise that you made in the ad? 
Well, uh, first of all, we try to, um, you know, I, I tell I tell uh, readers and, and people on my show, uh, assume that all of the visitors to the site have ADHD. They're horribly uh, they, they're horribly disorganized. Uh, they don't have any time. They're trying to rush through their day. They've got kids and dogs and police whistles all around their desk. And so when they get to the site, they need to uh, be able to include uh, to conclude immediately that they've come to the right place based on their search and their intent and desire. So we make sure to try to convince them of that as close to the upper left-hand corner of the page as possible, uh, right under the logo. Um, and uh, usually uh, we, we, we advise the uh, advertiser to make sure that the logo is relatively small. And I always refer them to Amazon's homepage and, and other successful retailers where the brand uh, logo, if you did a Wayback Machine on the on Amazon.com, you'd see the logo shrinking and shrinking and shrinking over the years because it's it, that's such an important kind of uh, golden triangle up there in the upper left-hand corner that it's such precious real estate that the logo should not overwhelm it. What should really be up there is um, the, the words and sometimes – graphical images that say very loudly, very clearly, and very quickly to the site visitor, yes, you came to the right place, uh, you, you know, congratulations for getting here, read on, and, and or continue your eye trail. Okay, terrific. Well, we're going to have to pay the bills here, so we're going to take a short commercial break. This is Landing Page Optimization. My name is Tim Ash, and today with me is David Zatella from Clicks Marketing. Uh, come back, uh, and after the break, we're going to talk about uh, one of the many arrests that David Zatella has participated in in his life. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. XYC affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if ands or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up as a flash. Quickly convert the clicks in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need indeed. You can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. We've become a quick state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7Page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast and expensive. Excellent and on time. Offshoring.com. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet 
meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Go behind the scenes of LPO with their Facebook fan page. Search for LPO Landing Page Optimization Podcast on Facebook now. Affiliate Convention 2009 Denver. Free for all affiliates and all the information you need to know to grow your business. June 18th and 19th. For more information about registration and sponsorship, visit www.affiliateconvention.com. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. Welcome back. This is Tim Ash, your host for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, I am very lucky to have David Zatella with me. We've been having a terrific conversation. Uh, David, I wanted to ask you, though, about your sordid past. Uh, Now, I know that you've been arrested several times, but perhaps you could share with us just one of those times, whichever one you feel is the least embarrassing, and and tell us about that. Least embarrassing. Well, I think I think all of them have been expunged. I hope this isn't a challenge to some young hacker out there, but I think they've been expunged. So this one was uh, probably 1974, and uh, my girlfriend and I were on my tiny motorcycle. We decided to drive to ride from uh, Connecticut, uh, where I went to the University of Connecticut, to Cape Cod. And what I didn't realize was that uh, Massachusetts had a helmet law, and uh, we only had one helmet, which I insisted that my girlfriend wear. Oh, so that's, I, that's very kind of you. Very, what thank a you, thank but, you. But you exactly. should have expected that in the People's Republic of Massachusetts that they'd have helmet laws. I was I was a babe in the woods. I had no idea. And, and actually, we, we made it through um, the whole weekend. Uh, went up to Provincetown, you know, did the Cape Cod thing, and uh, we're cu- I was coming back toward Connecticut, and I was almost at the Connecticut border when I got pulled over. And uh, short story is, they threw me in jail, and my girlfriend had to hock my camera to get the bail money, and then they let me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty innocuous. I think I know. Uh, if we do other shows, I'm going to have to get at some of the other arrest Uh-oh. stories. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, but, so but back to landing page optimization. We, we talked a little bit about the notion of information sent and um, kind of keeping the promise that you made in your upstream ad and maintaining that continuity on the landing page. Um, now, one way to do that is to you know, personalize the landing page, maybe even dynamically based on what's happening upstream. Have you, do you have any experience with that? Sure. Um, you know, as, as I said, we, we get paid based on the profit we generate, so we are hyper-focused on making sure that the traffic converts. And we actually created our own uh, dynamic landing page technology so that, uh, in theory, there could be a unique landing page for every keyword. It's really just one page that uh, changes itself based on information that's sent in the destination URL. So what this does is it takes the burden off of the IT department. They don't have to create uh, hundreds or dozens of of separate uh, customized pages. And uh, it's really sneaky because it actually puts control of the page content back into the hands of the marketers, which, uh, you know, actually the IT people acknowledge grudgingly uh, that it's okay because basically it lightens their workload. So here's how it works. Uh, uh, Person does a search on uh, red Nike sneakers, uh, they see an ad, um, not using dynamic keyword insertion because we just use very tight ad groups. We say the ad says, uh, 
you'll feel great in your new spiffy new red Nike sneakers. Uh, see our low prices now. Um, <clears throat> visitor gets to the landing page and they see up in the upper left hand corner. Boy, do we have a great selection of red Nike sneakers! Look at the wonderful selection below, and the, there is nothing on the page except photographs of red Nike sneakers. Um, Searcher B comes along and does a, a search on the term uh, rugged Gore-Tex hiking boots. Uh, sees an ad that says, uh, you're going to be even more manly in our rugged Gore-Tex hiking boots. Uh, they get they land on a page that says up in the upper left-hand corner, um, you're going to kick sand in the face of all the wimps uh, that uh, aren't wearing wonderful Gore-Tex <laughs> hiking boots <laughs> like the ones you're going to buy from us. And the page shows nothing but manly men wearing uh Gore-Tex hiking boots. It's exactly the same page. There's not. There's. It, it's a page that is created on the fly. Again, based on information that's sent by the uh, destination URL of the ad. Okay. Well, I want to touch on a couple of things there. I mean, the the first is this notion of being a specialist at something. There's so much clutter. There's so much competing for our attention that even stuff that's slightly off message isn't acceptable anymore. We've been conditioned by search engines to find exactly what we're looking for. And if we don't, we consider that a miss. And there's a very low cost to clicking a back button and trying again. So I think you're absolutely right. If the landing page is designed and it matches my specific intent, and I feel like you've existed all along in the world just to serve me, and boy, how lucky am I to have found you, that's kind of the reaction that you're going for. Exactly. Would that be fair? Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. You know, that, that, that actually says it better than I have. You know, you don't want them to just conclude I've come to the right place. You want them to say, oh, my God, you know, how did they know? How do they know me and what I, what I want and need? Yeah, and another part of that is um, you know, that we constantly wrestle with it when you actually do landing page testing and optimization projects is the involvement of IT. And again, I like to say that I'm a recovering technologist myself. So Me too. I can say Me too. Uh, but you know, IT is the biggest roadblock to getting things uh, along marketing lines done because they, they're kind of at the polar opposite end of the spectrum from marketing they don't yeah. like each other they speak different languages literally and and they don't want to help each other right absolutely just a side note uh, tim I, I can't remember whether i told you i know i described the cmo forum in new york that i went to and uh the most memorable presentation was by the cmo the chief marketing officer of hyatt and he said dudes guess what it reports to me just blew everybody wow. away yeah and he went on to explain that IT has not reported to marketing. Well, I won't go into it. It's a long story. We'll pick it up some other time. But uh, just just imagine that IT reports to marketing. Oh, that that's uh, in a way. Well, not necessarily to marketing, but some portion of IT. IT has to have its own. Uh, sorry, marketing has to have its own IT foot soldiers that are yeah. there to grow the the company's top line. And of course, yeah. all the operational things need to be done as well. Um, so I think ideally there's some component, dedicated SWAT team of, of technical folks that, that are there just to support marketing. Right. Um, so yeah, one of the things that uh, you know, my concern is, is, has always been is that IT has legitimate concerns about landing pages not being broken and so on. They just don't like to be interrupt driven and yeah. they like to schedule things out way in advance and have code freezes and every six weeks update the site or whatever, and so you're kind of locked into their schedules. Um, so I just want to say you saw that as such an important need that you actually rolled your own software to do that. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 
and and I'm a former programmer, and uh, my, the president of my company is, and the chief strategy officer. We're all all the senior management are former programmers, so we basically threw it together ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. Well, we're going to take a break here. This is Tim Ash. You've been listening to LPO Landing Page Optimization. Uh, this week, my guest has been David Zatella with Clicks Marketing, and we'll be back right after this commercial break. More LPO Landing Page Optimization in just a moment. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. Uh, hi, we're back. Uh, this is Tim Ash, your host for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And I'm having a conversation this week with David Zatella, the president of Clicks Marketing and co-host or host here on Webmaster Radio of PPC Rockstars. Definitely check it out. Uh, now, before the break, David, you had said you rolled your own software for being able to personalize information. And you know, one of our biggest beefs has been instrumenting landing pages for running landing page optimization tests. Yep. There is a, the good news is, and I just wanted to put this out for everybody, is there's now a, a second-generation technology that's available that really puts marketers squarely in control. Uh, we've recently announced a partnership with OnDialog, O-N-D-I-A-L-O-G, and OnDialog has a system for creating customized, personalized landing pages that can do exactly what you just described. It can be used for affiliate uh, programs, for keyword level campaigns. You create your pages visually, WYSIWYG, and you just publish them to whatever personalized URLs or pearls that you want. And our testing engine is actually now 
plugged right into the back end of that. So you never put up a page that you can't test. The marketer creates a page, throws in their graphics, headlines, copy changes, pushes a button, and gets their answer. And I wow. think this kind of uh, you know very powerful second-generation tool in the right part of the company now, in the hands of marketers, is going to really change the cycle times on testing and personalization and, and give companies huge advantages. So, David, I wanted to thank you for um, you know check it out. It's just in beta right now, so I don't know if I'm even supposed to be talking about it publicly. But there you go. Uh, never been accused of having uh, a demure manner. <laughs> so, I can verify uh, that. <laughs> uh, David, thanks again for for joining us this week. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you on the show circuit. Uh, can you tell us the next uh, trade shows that you're going to be speaking at or attending? I'm speaking at AdTech. Uh, actually, it's AdSpace, which is uh, uh, running concurrently with AdTech. Uh, next week, well, when, when is the show airing? Well, uh, let's just. Why don't you just give the date for the show? Okay, it's going to be. That's a good idea. April. Uh, I think I'm speaking on April 22nd, and then after that, I'm at SMX Advanced in Seattle, and then a really fun one, uh, affiliate, uh, <laughs> affiliate casino, casino affiliate programs in uh, Amsterdam. Oh, I know you'll have a good time there, and maybe we'll have you back just to tell the stories about your Amsterdam adventures. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. (laughs) Uh, I promise Wills, your wonderful wife, won't be listening to that show. (laughs) Good. She leads me into into these problems, by the way. Don't don't make her out to be the innocent one. Uh, well, David, uh, thanks again for being on the show. Always a pleasure, and uh, we'll we'll have to have you back and uh, maybe talk about – some of the specific, uh, some specific examples of how you've helped clients do this kind of end-to-end efficiency improvement. Da, спасибо, комрад. This has been Tim Ash, your bilingual host for Landing Page Optimization (LPO), and with my guest David Zatella for Schlicks Marketing. Uh, signing off until next week. We hope to see you then.